intro. I forgot. <laughs> Hi, listeners. <laughs> Hi, listeners. I'm Ash. <laughs> and I'm Z. And welcome back to Mistakes in the Making. Finally, we've made some time to record. And this is so last minute because I'm literally going to edit the episode tonight and it goes out to you guys tomorrow in the morning. And that sums up our life. This is basically yep. our life. Like everything is happening so last minute and so rushed. And we got one chance to record like yesterday and I got an allergic reaction 10 minutes before we were supposed to record. Jesus. And we had to cancel. It was horrible. If that is not a sign from the universe, I don't know what is, but I don't know what the sign means. It means skincare is really scammy these days. I know, you guys. My face was like burnt. Like it was red. It was horrible. I was crying. It was just a whole scene. Oh my god. We should have just recorded the podcast like in the midst of this. <laughs> And we could have had an Ash venting episode. At least it like took like a day to go away. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like calm down now. Thank God. Because I would yeah. literally be crying. Um, but how have you been? I've been yeah, okay, just very busy with work this week, and I have some fun weekend plans coming up, so I'm looking forward to those. I need to like just I need to like take a break, honestly. Yeah, I know you sound like you need a break. I feel like we all <laughs> sound like we need a break, and we're like living for the weekends. And yeah. literally, everyone I've been speaking to, like all people can talk about is their post-covid fantasies i don't know if it's healthy or not have like do you have any i definitely do honestly like when the pandemic first started in march and i was still going to uni um mm-hmm. there were all these like cdc guidelines coming up the mask mandate hadn't been put into effect yet but it was like a lot of like oh don't touch your mouth don't touch your eyes and then my professor was like oh you know this post pandemic fantasy is just going to be able to touch your face again and i'm like oh my god yep <sighs> yep definitely Honestly. like touching your face touching your mouth without like worrying that you're like infected with the stupid disease oof yeah Yeah, and the whole like idea of masks, like I I want to go back to pre-COVID skin. Oh my god, you know? yes. And so I feel so bad for all these doctors that wear these like PPE kits all day. I don't know how they're surviving, honestly. Oh, Jesus. I genuinely can't get into it. I also feel bad for the <laughs> actors of Grey's Anatomy because they always have to wear these masks. <laughs> But bro, those masks are like not even like effective. Like you can see through like the side elastic. It's not <laughs> tight enough. The literally the whole thing is open. Please notice this whoever watches the show. Yeah. So it's kind of like just wearing mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I've never noticed that before. We at least this next thing. <laughs> I know, it annoys me every time. Like if we did a like a pet peeve episode, people not wearing masks properly would be on there. Oh my god, dude. Like my skin is actually like not okay right now. It's like broken out so badly and it's breaking out on my cheeks where I wear my mask like the most and it's like, oh, this mask needs to stop. Yeah. And I've like noticed like So you know how everyone has these like conversations like 
oh yeah, post-COVID, like I can't wait to like go to a mall and shop again or like go to like a theater or go on a date to like a restaurant mm-hmm. and not like be worried about, you know, like touching doors or like removing your mask when someone's like right next to you and just like being normal. And yeah, I just need to talk about like the scoping mechanism because I feel like it's not not healthy at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a bit of like unrealistic optimism that can be healthy at some times, but at the same time, it just like sets up for difficulties adjusting to when like a future reality like isn't as simple as before. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think it's also hitting me now that it's never going to be the same. Like, yeah. there are just some things I'm going to have to say goodbye to, for real. Yeah, but then then again, like, is that being overly pessimistic? You know what I mean? Mm, I'd rather be overly pessimistic than optimistic, because if optimism doesn't work out, then I will be really mm-hmm. sad. But if my pessimism doesn't work out, then hey, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. There's this thing I remember, like we studied in psych, it's called like effective forecasting, Ooh. which basically means that like people overestimate like the negative impact of future circumstances. So when it's like not as bad, we feel better about mm-hmm. it. Isn't that a good and coping I mechanism feel like though? It is. It's supposed to be helpful. It's kind of like the most basic way. It's like, you know how they say go to like a grocery store to shop after like you've had a full meal. Yeah. So that you like only buy the healthy shit. It's kind of like that. Like, you know, your future self is going to crave that unhealthy shit. Mm -hmm. But like you've tricked yourself into thinking that like you'll want healthy shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. You know, I know what you're talking about. It's I don't very know. Complicated. It is very complicated. What? Wait. What? What mm-hmm. would you like? What do you think the future is gonna be like? Like, when do you think realistically this is going to end? I honestly don't know. I feel like I'm getting too used to this. I think it's gonna um, end in like 2035. Honestly, like this and this world anyway, like we're headed into like a virtual reality. Like as soon as like Elon Musk like comes out with a chip, like we're fucked, you know, Mm -hmm. like all of us are going to be at home staring at our screens, our VR sets, like even art, something I love and breathe and do every day. Like I'm feeling more attracted to like NFTs and a more like virtual reality of art Mm -hmm. and you know, like, I've always felt like art is the most tangible thing in my life. But now also it can be intangible. Yeah. Which, like, excites me, but also scares me because I'm like, I don't want the world to be like a fucking Black Mirror season. And it's like already happening, you it know. It kind of is happening. Are we being doom- doomsday, though, about this? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's like overly pessimistic. Yeah, I just want to go out and fucking rage at a club and not like the same house every weekend. (laughs) You know that one friend's house that's like always empty or like their parents are super chill with like people drinking. Like that's all I do now. Dude, come to San Francisco. No, I'm so done. Come to San Francisco. I know, I know, I really need to. Like the clubs here are very shit, I'm going to be honest with you. Like they're like not any good ones. They're all like very Mm -hmm. subpar, especially considering the fact that you're used to like London. 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they're not even as good as like Trist, if I'm going to be real with you. They're so grimy oh, and <laughs> gross. And yeah, SF definitely has more of a bar scene. But something that I've noticed, I've only gone out clubbing like mm-hmm. maybe like three times, four times since I've been back. Nobody's mm-hmm. making out at clubs, really. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. That's, okay. yeah, like, it's like a really <laughs> weird thing to notice. Like, That's not fun. <laughs> Like nobody, and I, like I get it. I get it. Like I would be very yeah. scared. Are people like still wearing their masks and stuff? No, no. though they're not. Like it's fully maskless, and it's like a mosh pit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, gosh. but like literally, like unless they're like boyfriend and girlfriend and are like together, together, mm. mm-hmm. like no randos, you know. Yeah. How do you feel like it's been as a single person in COVID? Oh, weird. Weird, right? Yeah, but I feel like there are like a lot of single people here now that are like trying to get Bro, with someone for cuffing season. Literally everyone is single trying to get into something for cuffing season. <laughs> How do you feel as like a single person in Bombay? I don't know. It's weird. Also, because like the... The people I meet are, like, people I know so well. And mm-hmm. I don't think I could, like, date them. That is a I know problem. Them too well. It's too incestuous. Yeah, and my mom would be like, oh, but he's cute. And y'all are, like, friends for so long. Y'all get along. And I'm like, the attraction just, like, dies when You're you know someone You're talking about your previous relationship? Well. <laughs> huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Oh, bad uh, uh, okay. Moving on. <laughs> to quote yeah, Karan just... Johar, moving on Taylor Swiftly. <laughs> oh my so god, cringe. I remember that episode. It was so cringe. It was so cringe, but it's just brought <laughs> into my memory now, Ashna. It's a problem. <laughs> now it's on like the podcast, like forever. Yeah. Like you'll always have said that sentence. Look, for everyone who's about the heard. pandemic. Coffee with Karan. <laughs> like he's oh not recorded God, anything yeah. since the pandemic. Remember our Coffee with Karan uh, episode where we yeah. just like spoke. Oh my, that was fun. That was so fun. We need to go back to that kind of shit. Like we need to have time to consume new content so we can go back to that. Shit. Or you could just consume Drive to Survive and we can actually discuss oh, F one. Honestly, do you know what? Everyone has been like watching it, so I might, I might just confirm this time. One more thing about it, like I'm so obsessed now that um, the races happen 5 a.m. America time. I'm not going to wake up and it's Saturday qualifying Mm -hmm. um, Sunday. It's the main race. So usually what I would do is I just wake up, check Instagram, see who won, be happy for them. But now I watch like the race highlights. So I like it's like seven minutes and I'm just like, oh, who's going to win? Who's not going to win? And I'm actually like getting super Uh, into it. And there's so much uh drama. It's not even funny. Like. Like, there's so much drama off the track really? as well. it's so crazy like they're, and they're all, like, also hot each that doesn't like, like hurt sounds, see, here's the thing it's not like not their looks are that hot their attitude and their ability attitude. to win and their uh-huh. ability to control this like car that drives at like 350 kilometers an hour is hot like, that's like a <laughs> missile think about it for sure i mean guys who drive like normal cars somehow attractive so imagine this <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but it's, it's really insane like they like get with each other's like baby mamas and shit like that and that's oh, not even oh, in the show what? that's not what? even in the show because that's oh like drama that's not needed because it's dramatic enough without it 
they should do like an after hours like behind the scenes extra drama show like as a spin-off that would be sick i don't think the drivers would consent to that the two european oh gosh yeah hopefully (laughs) but also something else that we have to watch have you seen it squid game everyone's talking about it i tried but then it was like so gruesome and i was like i'm just not in the mood because it's not been great as like a week for me uh okay yeah i was hoping to like watch it this week so maybe if you get back to it we can review that i feel like you need to be in the mood to be very like you know i like i'm gonna be real with you i need something very optimistic for a while um uh, yeah okay. especially considering that brooklyn 99 has now ended but i've not seen the last two yeah. episodes like i've not seen the series finale my friend tells uh, me it's a toxic yeah. trait where like i don't watch the series <laughs> finale of like shows that i love for like years like it took me like oh two years God. to watch the jane the virgin series finale and i was like oh it's been two years i'll be over it right now and i watch it and i ball like a baby Oh gosh. You know what? I feel like we need to like DM some psychologists to come and like really talk about our coping mechanisms. Cuz that's literally mm. our life. Yeah. Okay, any psychologists out there? Anyone has like recommendations <laughs> for like psychologists? Please let us yeah. know. Although I'd be like us. fucking My sister's a psych. Like... She's like a psych major. Like she probably is like studying it in uni. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Do yeah. you feel like she like analyzes shit a lot she, different she now? She always says like her catchphrase is like I am terrorizing you and I'm like you need to stop this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I feel like I'd be super like conscious. Oh, me too. Like, 100%. You know, especially when like your psych friends, you know, when they ask you questions like, yeah, how does that make you feel? I'm like, stop, stop doing this stuff, like reading me right now. Yeah, I don't like it. That's why sometimes I try to like study a little bit of psychology so I can like, you know, <laughs> psych out the psychologist. <laughs> I'm sure they like know that. Like, I'm sure they pick up on that like instantly. And it's like reverse, reverse, reverse psychology. Oh, I thought you were going to say Uno. <laughs> Like yeah, basically reverse card. Dude, yeah. we haven't played Uno in so long. Can we do a virtual Uno, please? I'm very down for that. Oh, by the way, you should watch Dead Lasso. It's so good. Really? There's so many things minutes, to watch. No, it's 30 minutes an episode. Dead episodes mm-hmm. a season, two seasons. You can do that in a heartbeat, Ashna. Okay. Yeah. Casual yeah. Monday like, morning. Yeah, I no, wish. it's about it's about an American football coach that goes to England to teach mm-hmm. British football to a Premier League club. And it's okay. so funny and it has so much heart and it's like the opposite of toxic masculinity, which I liked. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I we can talk watch. about how to handle toxic masculinity the right way, Ted Lasso. That'd be a bomb ass episode. I've also I've also been watching Only Murders in the Building. Have you seen it? Um on episode 2. <laughs> okay. So basically the show's about three strangers that are like obsessed with like true crime and find themselves like wrapped in one. And then they basically come together and like record their conversations and come out like with a podcast series. And every time like they record and they're like, oh, can you say that again? I'm like, this is literally Zara and I. And we'd love to be like a true crime podcast one day. Like we can do like a secret project for like a couple of weeks. I'm so down. What murder though? Otherwise, we can also speak about fashion crimes and discuss the Met Gala sometimes. Do you want to discuss that now? So much for like post-COVID fantasies. 
<laughs> I love how this episode is like us talking about what our other episodes can be. <laughs> at least we're brainstorming. Make note of this in the edit, please. I know we haven't had time to like brainstorm at all. This is yeah. so helpful. So helpful. No, but okay. Who was your favorite look from the Met Gala? Ah, uh, I really like Kim though. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I liked Kim too. Oh my god, dude! Like, like it was like so cool. But like, honestly, why would her just put a body double and be like, "Fuck that shit"? <laughs> dude, how do we know it wasn't a body double? Dude, actually, and wait, did you know was Kanye there? <gasps> no, he I wasn't. I thought he was there. I thought he was there. Who was a guy where in like the all black with the mask? It was like this other random guy. It was another random, but that's what I loved about it because everyone thought it was Kanye. Mm-hmm. And you know that meme that says like when you and your toxic ex get back together and you don't want people to know. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> like, god. Literally. Loki. My um, number one was Kendall. Oh yeah, she looked like an like angel, just bro. the My Fair Lady inspo. That was Holy a movie fuck, that I literally yeah. watched like once yeah. a month for like five years. I loved it so much growing up, and I didn't know at the time that that was Audrey Hepburn which makes it even more iconic Mm -hmm. yeah so I loved it and I was like super obsessed with that outfit and that look and she just looked like angelic and her body oh my fucking god she did I don't know how people like look like that it's Um. weird my number two was Yara Shahidi she's from my one of my favorite shows on tv called Uh, Blackish and she was wearing a Dior gown um, mm-hmm. with like a headpiece and like gloves and oh my god it looked so gorgeous you know ASAP Rocky's outfit yeah what you know the it? blanket yep I saw like this post on reddit um, where this guy was like this is actually like my grandmother's old knitted blanket that they sold at like a charity shop after she passed away Oh my god. And yeah, ASAP Rocky's whatever stylist or designer sourced it from that and it was literally the same blanket and I was like, that's so cool. That's insane. I actually love that. Like his grandma made it to like the Met Gala. Isn't that kind of cool? That's really awesome. And I also want to say, I love when ASAP Rocky wears a blanket. It's considered high fashion. But if it's me in my living room and going to my kitchen to get food, that's like considered like a depressed girl. Well, if you consider high fashion in your head, you can talk yourself out of being the depressed girl. I mean, tell that to my mother. (laughs) Can I also tell you another really cool thing? Mm -hmm. So like, initially, there was like this like rumor on this uh, Instagram account called Domoi. That's Mm -hmm. D-E-U-X-M-O-I. I think that's mm-hmm. how you pronounce it. I don't know. I can't do French, dude. I can't speak Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, no, so basically, it, mm. it's like a pop culture thing where basically people like put like literal hot gossip blind item tips and then they like if they get a lot of the same message they mm-hmm. are like oh this is probably true and like verified. a diet Prada yeah no not even like diet Prada like they just like post stories every day and their stories are like anonymous emails ah, okay. and DMs that they get and someone was like oh Lewis Hamilton has bought out an entire table at like the Met Gala or oh, he's probably going to bring all these like models and everything and he literally actually did buy out an entire table and he got like black designers that he thought were like super underrated and couldn't afford this <gasps> chance he got all of them so if you go to lewis hamilton's like instagram you'll see that and i'm like what a fucking uh, g he's genuinely like such a he just, good guy 
love it. He got so much more attractive. Yeah. Wow. Like, dude, Why isn't <sighs> this fucking trending, bro? Right? Like, I swear, like, I, the fact that more people weren't talking about it, like, upset me. Like, if you go to his Instagram, I sent it to you on from my Finsta. Yeah, I'm just looking like, at it, yeah. He's so cool. And he actually has, like, such a nice heart and he actually cares about, like, social issues. And some of the other drivers are, like, such dicks. And I'm like, this guy fucking gets it. Zara, you're gonna marry your driver at this rate. <laughs> I mean, F1. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Just to clarify. <laughs> yeah. No F2, no F3, no GP3, only F1. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. And dude, look. Um, he also has like this dog called Roscoe, who's really cute. And he like dresses up his dog to match his outfit. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed. obsessed. Yeah. I need help. You need to watch <laughs> this so that you can get obsessed as well. Okay, we'll do. He's not even my favorite driver, though. Like, if I had to, like, have a crush on one, he's not it. Think about it. Who is it? Uh, Okay, here's the thing. I'll send you a bunch of photos, and if you can guess which one it is, (laughs) then good for you. Uh, Let me send you the F1 lineup. (laughs) Okay, let's go one at a time, and then you tell me if you like them or not. (laughs) Okay. And are we literally are we rating guys <laughs> yes Zara, we're rating guys. are we rating guys on the pod is this is this what we've come to yes this is what we've come to ash now we're rating guys okay well you know you guys that we're rating i mean we see beyond your obvious cosmetic uh attractiveness do we though um Yes, they're human beings, they're successful, like, I appreciate your work, but holy shit, some of them are hot. Some of them didn't need oh for my Black Lives Matter, so I'm just letting you know oh. that. Yeah. Oh, oh like, that changes a lot. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think, like, six out of um, 20, a couple of them have been kicked out of the league because they're not good enough and got replaced by younger, faster drivers, but still, okay, first off. Mm-hmm. Lewis Hamilton. Of course. Nice human being. Super bomb. Then who are you into? Okay, you have two more guesses. Okay, think about my taste as a person. Okay, a uh, little bit of fag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daniel Ricciardo. Yes. I thought so. He's right? very handsome, but like just the perfect amount of fag. Right? That makes him like rugged. Yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. Nice smile too. <laughs> Very nice smile and kind eyes. Yeah, he's actually like the nicest one and the funnest one in my opinion. But you know what? Throughout this episode, all I've realized is you and I are stuck in this COVID world. Super thirsty. <laughs> We're like thirsty as fuck. And we try. Okay, we try to talk about other stuff. But somehow we just always land up talking about guys yeah that's kind of sad in some way or the other like drama sex in the city got too much flack for that and then they literally had miranda be like oh my god we're like four interesting women and all we talk about is boys and i'm like oh are we not passing the bechdel test in conversation ashna (laughs) (laughs) do you want to explain it so it's basically this thing on how to rate a movie if it's like basically progressive or not um and let me just google it but um Okay, so the Bechdel test says that in order for a movie to pass the Bechdel test, all it really needs is in the movie, in the plot, there need to be two women 
which mm-hmm. who both have first and last names talk about something to each other that's not about a man think about how many fucking movies fails at us it's ridiculous i think this episode fails the test yeah i mean we're named people talking about the bechdel test so we're not talking about boys we technically passed no but like Zara, what if thing. this is also like a coping mechanism what movies the Bechdel, talking about the Bechdel test because we've like failed it. I don't know. You're being really <laughs> mean to me. You're like psychologically attacking me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go on. Yeah, you were saying. No, but yeah, the Bechdel test, like there was a thing done where they basically pulled up like movies from that were nominated for Oscars from like 2010 mm-hmm. onwards and there were only like four movies that passed. Yeah, that's so sad. But yeah, anyway, we should wrap. We must wrap. Well, guys, thank you so much for indulging in another episode with us. We promise we will be better when it comes to creating content. Make sure to follow <laughs> us on Instagram. I've been posting from SF. So if you want to like feel like you're not in Bombay anymore, check out our stories. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, from now on, we're going to be posting on Saturdays because why not? It's just better and easier for us, if I'm going to be honest. Very. Yeah. Um... But yeah, see you guys next to next week. Bye bye, guys. Two weeks from now.